podcast with Olaf Azaroff. This is World of Warcast, episode number 274. I'm Michael Gaines. And I am Renata. Hi, Renata. How are you? Well, we're <laughs> overwhelmed by everything we have to cover today. Yeah, we, we have a total of four pages of notes. Usually it's like maybe a page or so or something. Page and a half. Something. Yeah, we have four pages. Yeah, so, this is this has been, of course, we weren't here last week. No, we, we both had, uh, well, you were saying that you couldn't record last week anyway, I couldn't record last week, so it was just one of those weeks where nothing could happen. Right, life invasions. Life invasions, yes. So here we are, ready to just jump right into it. This podcast is going to be four and a half hours. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be quite that long, but no, actually, we've had people on Discord saying that they wished that... They were longer. I, there are times when I just run out. I mean, you can only talk about so much during a week. Right. In a normal week. A normal this week. This was not a normal week. No. No, but I did say, remember, we used to get emails from people saying, your podcast is too long. A podcast yeah. should only be 20 to 30 minutes. I'm like, should? Really? There are rules for this? Well, you know, that was, <laughs> you know, 10, 12 years ago. It was 14 years ago. Podcasting has changed a great deal. It has. It really has. All right, let's jump into this. Where are we going to start with? We're going to just well, start with what we did this week. Yeah. Okay. Um. It won't take me very long. Hmm. I um kind of got the transmog bug. Oh, there you go. Just a little bit. I decided to answer the question of. I thought the order. I had the most cloth. Then I had the most leather, mm-hmm. and then plate, and then mail. But I wanted to figure out exactly what percentages I had of the trans- available mm-hmm. transmogs. Mm-hmm. So you know what I did. You you got all sucked into this, didn't you? I made a spreadsheet. You made a spreadsheet. Of course you did. <laughs> Do you really need a spreadsheet? Because it shows you in the transmog like UI window. I wanted percentages. Uh, okay. And it tells you, <laughs> you know, that you have 71 out of 402. Uh-huh. But I wanted percentages. I wanted useful numbers, and I wanted to see, and I and and I did see that I was right. I only had like seventeen percent of the available male transmogs, mm-hmm. and it was like it was like nineteen percent of the plate, and then almost thirty of the leather, and a little over thirty on the cloth. Mm-hmm. And see, now you're going to make me log in and figure out how much I have, aren't you? Damn it. <laughs> Excel makes this really easy because uh-huh. all you have to do is you just type in equals 78 slash 401 mm-hmm. and then it'll that'll calculate all the percentages for right, you. Right. So, but one thing I did find that going back with the patch is there's the, the end numbers have changed a little bit. Mm-hmm. That it like one used to have 401 transmogs and now it's got 403, but this one had 398 and now it has 397. Did you find out what the other ones are? No, no, but they, I mean, Blizzard has acknowledged that there are some transmogs that have been added and there's some that have been subtracted. In fact, there was one very popular one, which we'll be talking about in um, the known issues. It was a very popular leather mm. transmog that just went poof. Oh, I'm wondering if the new ones have to do with the, uh, what's the, the, I forgot the name of it, the one where you have to transmog and you're graded for it. Oh, the t- trial of style. Yeah, trial of style. I wonder if the new, if if the two new ones have uh, are related to that. I don't know, but there are also some new, like some, there's some new weapons transmogs in particular mm-hmm. that 
are in some of the new quests in the revamped uh, younger zones, yeah. the, the ones, 60 zones. In fact, I got a really cool halberd uh, transmog that I'm okay. very excited about. But um, we'll be talking about all this later on. But my point was, is I was running a lot of lower level dungeons with my hunter collecting trans. I'm now up to 19%. Mm. It, this does, this takes a while. This really <laughs> takes a while. And when I was looking at the ones I had not collected, I determined that a lot of them are from quests. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. So I'm probably going to end up having, if I really get serious about this, I'm going to have to go back and do some of these quests that I've never done. Mm -hmm. So, cause the problem is I'm kind of Argus out. Oh, well, yeah, it's the end of the expansion. So I think a lot of people are Argus out. Yeah. And so I wanted something different to do while I was waiting for 7.3.5 mm -hmm. and the new leveling and the Naked and Afraid challenge to all hit. So. Yeah. The only other news that I have is I did get my new Solid State Drive installed. Good. And, oh, my God, it makes a huge yes. difference. I Let, go, go ahead. I can't believe how fast my load screens are now. All right. It's like, boom, they're done. So I switched over to an SSD years ago. Um, where's the old one? My old one. Oh, it's in, it's in over there. All right. So my old one, um, it was an Intel 240 gigabyte, and it was great. You know, the problems that it filled up. Now, of course, you can install whatever you want, wherever you want on Windows, but you know, I, I just like to keep stuff on the C drive. So... Um, and, and all my games are there. So I upgraded to a 500 or something uh, gigabyte SSD drive, and everything is on there, and it's great. I love it. And I would just tell everybody in the world to get one because it makes a yeah. world of difference. Yeah, I, it's my F drive now. And my F drive, uh, I, I have this habit of using Godzilla names for all of my drives. Oh. Um, so... And, and my network nodes and things like that. But I changed, and my F drive is Thrall. <laughs> okay. So my gaming drive is had to be named Thrall. Uh, it, well, all right. My my names are towns in EverQuest. Mm-hmm. These are my machine names. My Well, not so much – well, not my drive, my, my machine names. So, like, my PC is Kelvin. So Yeah, my, my PC is Batra. <laughs> <laughs> So it's it's a habit that I picked up when I was in graduate school because mm -hmm. they the uh, computer science lab that I worked for named all their things after B movie monsters. Mm -hmm. So that's how oh, I that's ended good. up. That's actually a good idea. Yeah, it worked. It's you know, but whatever works. But I figured Thrall was was appropriate for a gaming drive. Drive plus technically it is a slave drive. So <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway. Um, I'll be talking more about what I did this week in terms of since 7.3.5 in context with things we're going to be discussing in the show. Okay, so. I'm, I'm logging into the game right now, so I'll give you uh, an, an example of what I'm... You're talking about chess pieces, right? Or are you talking about just like all together? I'm assuming you're talking about just chess pieces. What do you mean you chess said, Well, you said like 400. There are oh, chess. Like, oh, yeah. Chess, I mean yeah, all oh, of chest. I mean chest, head, bracers... The whole works. I go for chest first because that's usually like the the, the it's the one that people see the the most of. No people people usually don't go nice hat, right? So 
All right, so here, let me see. Uh, I'm going to uh, collections, appearances. Except that, for example, I have a terrible time trying to find a hat that looks decent on my worgen. Oh, okay. All right, I am, as far as chest pieces go, I am 396 out of 602 on cloth. On that so. character on cloth. Well, on that character, but you know, it's Mog, so... It, well, yes, but they see the the thing is, is you will get slightly different counts for different classes. Yeah. Oh, so, for yeah. example, I tend to collect more PvP uh, transmogs on my warlock than mm -hmm. I do on my mage. Mm -hmm. So, my warlock has more known transmogs that she can use than my mage does. Right. So, right. so some of these are like boss drops. I'm just scrolling through this. Just I'm picking a random one: boss drops in Dragosa and Ice Crown. 10. I don't know how I didn't get that yet, but okay. Um, boss Drop, Valithria, Dreamwalker, and Ice Crown. I've done that a bunch of times. Yeah, I think a lot of these are just bad luck. Um, Smolder Cloth Robe, World Drop, Boss Drop. What's the Boss Drop? These are ones you have not gotten? These are the ones I have not gotten. Um, Halls of Origination, you know, things like that. Cat Lover's yeah. Vest, Auxiliaries, Robe, you know, things like that. Um, I have, I think, probably everything that's important to me. Uh -huh. So there's one thing I'm trying to get right now, which is um, Enchanted Thorium Breastplate. I think if that's the right one, on my um, Death Knight. Because the pattern is lo no longer in the game. However, if you have the pattern, you can still make it. Right, so you so, need to find an old blacksmith. As we, yeah, I think we mentioned this before. Yeah, so I'm going to try and take care of that. So what did you do? All right, <laughs> Allie and I tried doing XT again. We still can't. There's there's some there's something I don't know if it's bugged or not. So we did this two weeks ago, and we got eighteen out of twenty. Like we're very close to getting it done, and we you know it just didn't work. The way that it works is that, as I said, you you hit him past fifty percent so that he does his heart phase twice in a row, and then the the bots come out. So we're killing the bots, easy peasy. And we get, but you know, we just missed two. So like eighteen out of twenty, we're like, okay. This week we did it once, and we're starting to kill the bots. And this is before seven three five. We're killing the bots, and the number is not ticking up. It's saying zero, the whole time. We can't figure out. And like, and and it was perfect too. All the bots were coming out of the far corners. The two of us are just standing there, like we could just like AOE these, and they'll be done. No, no, we hit them all. I know we hit the right number of them, but the the counter never went, so it just stayed at zero. So so that happened. <laughs> um, at the end of the night, she says, "I want you to log on to my server." I'm like, "Okay." She gives me a mount <laughs> for for my mount. It's the um oh what's the name of it? I don't remember the name of it. It's the um blacksmithing one. It's the green corehound. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I just have to get to level 40 before I can use it. So that was very nice. I appreciated mm -hmm. that very much. And, and and it was a nice end to a bad week. So so that, that was really nice. Um, all right, 735. Uh, one of the first things I noticed is that I lost 700 achievement points. Now, wow. everybody, I think, would have lost achievement points because of the way that they're rearranging things. I right, had, right. I had 19,000... 200 or so 100 or something like that and now i logged out i have like eighteen thousand four hundred or 500 or something like that so 
whatever they did, um, people lost numbers. And... Hmm. I, well, I, I probably did, but I couldn't have told you how many achievement points that I had. Mm -hmm. So um, I can't tell you how many I lost. Yeah. The one thing that I, I went to check, and I don't know if this is in the, the patch notes, the undocumented patch notes or not. I talked about this maybe two years ago. There was a bug getting one of the toys. Mm -hmm. The toy is called Mournful Moan of Murmur. And if you remember Murmur from Burning yeah. Crusade, now he's the one who he, he looked like Ragnaros almost, with like a translucent Ragnaros, and he made those like weird discordant noises. So there's a pet that you can get. So once an hour, you click it, and it makes that, that noise. Mm -hmm. um, it was broken. It was broken for two years. And you can only see it if you were a horde. You couldn't even see it if you were an alliance. And then if you are on a horde character and you go over there, the way that it works is that there are, there are three, I don't know, guys that are like hitting murmur with laser beams or whatever. I don't know what they're doing. Anyway, you kill the three, and then you kill Murmur, and then you get the pet. Well, you would kill the three, and then Murmur would never become available to kill. He would just disappear. Mm -hmm. and, I, and, and I reported it several times. Nothing ever came of it. So I go over there. I said, well, let me see if this works. And sure enough, there he was, and it works. Hmm. So that was fixed. So I'm happy about that. Um, if you want to know where he is, he's to the west of Shatrath a little bit in um, Draenor. So um, you need to look, look up the coordinates on Wowhead. Um, so I have not yet tried to level a tune in 735 yet. I got that the tune that I got the, the mount on. I got her uh -huh. to like level 8 or 9 real quick. And um, I figured, well, I'll try leveling tomorrow. It'll be fine. No. Now, <laughs> now people are complaining about leveling. We'll get to that. Um, it's, <laughs> there's, it's mixed reviews. I will say yeah. there are some people complaining, but there's an awful lot of people that are singing its praises as well. Yeah, for different reasons. Uh, it's, it's interesting. We'll, we'll have right. a whole discussion about that. Yeah. This whole thing with Ulduar. Um, all right, I want to I talk about the, this whole thing. Um. What they were saying is that when you go to Ulduar now, well, it's, it's going to be time walking. So 25-man Ulduar is, is going to be time walking. So what happens when Ulduar is not on time walking? And I was hearing different stories from different people. So I figured, okay, screw it. I'm just going to go over there and check. So I make sure that my rate is set to 25-man normal. I go to Ulduar, go in, and it's 10. 10 normal. Well, obviously normal. You know, they didn't have like a heroic mode. They had like certain bosses you can do hard mode, but they didn't have like a hard mode for the whole thing. So, um, yeah, you're stuck with ten man, and and that's fine. But what some people were saying in trade chat is, well, I guess I'll never be able to get the twenty five man gear like I could before. To which I said, well, you had ten years to do it. <laughs> you know, you knew this was we all knew this was coming. It was a little fuzzy about the rules, but you, we all knew this was coming. So now the 25 man stuff you can't get unless it's time walking week. And even at that, now you're going to have to compete with all these other people to get gear. So I can understand people's concerns about that as far as transmog goes. Mhm. Mm but 
I, you know, for me, I was like, well, I've got everything I need. And then I thought, oh, wait, I don't because I don't have it on my death night. I don't have it on like, my leather. <laughs> uh, okay. So, yeah, I'm, now I'm starting to see why people are upset about this. Oh, Sometimes well. it takes you a little while to figure out the full impact of a change. It does. Some people were saying it was a bug, um, but I didn't see it as a bug fix yesterday in the mm-hmm. in the patch notes, the, the the updated patch notes. So I'm thinking. Well, it's there intentional. there are going to be some hot fixes because there are some unintended side effects yeah. that they have created through but through through various changes uh, that they've acknowledged that mm-hmm. are going to get fixed, but they haven't gotten fixed yet. Yeah. So as a matter of fact, I'm, I'm just going to check the wow forms again and see if there's anything updated about that. Cause as of right now, um, there's nothing. Let's see. Where else am I? Oh, um, Galleon and Shah of anger. I was doing my Mount runs and it, it took for, it used to be like I would three shot them or something like that. Now I'm just sitting there for like a few minutes and somebody else came, and after we killed, we have finally killed Gal. It's like that took a long time. I'm like, yeah, I I knew that there were changes, but I didn't realize that it affected the world bosses also. Not complaining. Well, I think that one's I'm a good saying. change. What? Be- I think that one's a good change. Oh, it's fine. I'm not complaining. I'm just just making a note of it. Because it used to be that if you happened to be in Kunlai Summit and you heard the Shah of Anger give his zone shout. Hmm. Unless you were right on top of him, there's no way you could possibly get over there mm-hmm. in time. Because just some 110 would just one-shot the guy and he'd be gone. So this at least gives pe- other people a chance to get in and, and see what's going on. Yeah. So. All right, I'm reading uh, the WoW forums. Yes, I forgot about this also. Um, you can get Mimiron's head in 10-man. Mm. So, so that's still good for people. Right. Um, they said uh, this is what the blue post said. Um, looks like this was just a visual bug with a dungeon journal. Memoron's head can still drop from Yog with no keepers assisting you. So there you go. Don't have to worry about that. Um, still checking about the gear issue because as of last night, it was still a problem. I don't know if it was a problem today. All right. Uh, I have two other things. Oh, zone quests I noticed are now gauged by chapters, not number of quests finished. I guess it's which good. is good. Yeah, I like that. Um, uh, having having played some of these zones now completely through, mm-hmm. um, it's nice because, like in all the other zones in the in the new in the newer expansions, you don't have to do all the zones in the entire zone for it to work. For example, I did Westfall. Mm-hmm. You don't have to do that side quest over by the the lighthouse for the lighthouse keeper and yeah. such that that's optional so is the captain sanders treasure it's optional all you got to do is stay in the storyline the main storylines and you will get the credit for finishing the entire chapter so it's yeah. actually fairly manageable yeah uh let's see oh and um i was mailed the new mats i don't know why they didn't just auto change like, like they changed in my bank but they were mailed to me for the ones that I had on me. They're probably mailed to you also, the ones that they did change in your bank. They changed in my bank and my guild bank, but the ones that were physically on my character were mailed back to me. 
which I've was just an odd. I've heard conflicting reports about Guild Banks. Oh. That some people did not get, they, the mats disappeared, but they were not replaced. Really? In oh, the Guild I didn't Banks. hear that. Yeah, I've seen some reports of that. So it may just be that people thought they had something in their Guild Bank that they didn't. But yeah, there's been be. a number of reports, particularly from Guild Banks, that mats disappeared and were not replaced. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. I did hear another bug where people were saying that achievements on their list were listed as Tuesday mm-hmm. and not the day that it actually happened, like years prior. Um, I did not see any of that on my achievement list. Right. So. Well, before we dive into seven, the meat of 7.3.5, mm-hmm. I just wanted to mention this week in WoW is the Pet Battle event. Oh, yes. So, 200% experience for pet battles. Mm-hmm. And probably that's why I've been getting a lot of questions about pet battles for the Naked and Afraid Challenge, but I'll talk more about that later. Oh, okay. And uh, Call of the Scarab event, mini event is coming up this uh, this weekend. It's starting on Sunday the 21st and going to the 23rd. Is that the thing in Silithus? Yeah. What it is is they t- to read the description on Wowhead... The wit, uh, to commemorate the first ringing of the Scarab Gong on yeah. January 23rd, 2006, players will be able to relive a portion of the Ankarash Gate opening by collecting items for the turn-in. And I'm like, no. no. <laughs> I did that for real back in the day. I don't know if I'm going to do that. No. Um, the winning faction will then be able to claim bragging rights and have their faction flag hang over the gates until the next call of the Scarab micro-holiday event. No, no and apparently there's a couple of... Uh, there's a a blue and a red uh, scarab mount, but you can only use them during the mini event. Oh, okay. Well, good well because is. mini events can't affect anything else. They're just themselves. So All right. Can't have anything permanent from these. So oh. 7.3.5. Let's pull up the patch notes. All right. Um, we're not going to go through these one by one because then it'll really be a four hour show. So we're just going to pick out interesting ones. Right. Uh, well, we already talked about uh, Alduar time walking, and we're going to be talking about the leveling and the scaling in greater detail later, because mm-hmm. that's kind of a whole thing all by itself. Um, legendary items. You can now collect Awakening Essences to make legendaries. Mm-hmm. You which, don't have... Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Uh, I've got legendaries on most of my characters, but some of my some of my characters that I haven't played as much in um like uh my my shadow knight only has one my mm-hmm. hunter has none your shadow knight shadow knight shadow priest <laughs> shadow priest my shadow priest only has one my hunter doesn't have any my <laughs> my druid has five uh-huh so you know what but... about your warden and your wizard and your bard what does your bard have is your bard <laughs> Ren just shot me this look. (laughs) I almost shot you something else. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. All right. Anyway, yeah, I'm glad we're not streaming yet. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Even if we were, so what? Yep. And, um, but it will offer you a random legendary for your specialization for a thousand awakening essences. And before you panic about that amount, 
Um, activities now award six times as many yeah. awakening essences as they used to, so it's not going to be quite so bad. I mean, if you've got a character like my hunter that's got none, mm. I that's mean, great. who cares? <laughs> um, holiday dungeons are now available to all players starting at level 20. Nice. That's nice, you know, for you know, doing Headless Horseman or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, I could, do you use the selfie camera? Okay, so no, but I've been meaning to work on that achievement. So I, I've been working on it very, very slowly. <laughs> and, and I'll go into a place where I have to take a selfie and then I'll forget. So it's just, eh, no. I guess my answer is very rarely. Selfie Cam Mark 1 is available at level 15 in Stormwind or Orgrimmar via a quest. You can mm -hmm. upgrade to the Mark 2 Selfie Cam after completing a new level 30 group quest. Mm -hmm. And then they so. said that they added the following backgrounds, but you'll have to figure out how to unlock them. Argus in the sky. Oh, right. So Argus is gone. Instead, there's just like this little, like a, like a star almost. It's sort of like where the mm -hmm. portal closed. So mm -hmm. It's going to be hanging there for a while. Twilight Sky, Shaw Sky, Fireland Sky, and Frostmourne Sky. So I don't know how to unlock these yet. Right. Well, the um, achievements, the with the update to Alduar difficulty, um, there have been a number of achievement changes mm -hmm. for Alduar. All existing 10 and 25 player Alduar achievements have been moved to the Legacy Raid tab. Yep. And new achievements have been added to the Lich King raid tab. I noticed so, that. Yeah. Um, any anyone who earned the ten or twenty five player versions of these achievements should receive the new achievement upon logging in, and I did. Yeah, I did too. I got Glory of the Olduar Raider achievement. Um, it says that now it should award both the Rusted Proto Drake and the Ironbound Proto Drake, but I had them already. But I I got the new achievement. Um. Some people were saying that their achievements are not in the Legacy Raids tab, but I mean, I, I can't speak for that because mine were in there. Okay, there were a number of small changes to various classes, which we're not going to go through, but this one, this next thing requires some discussion. Dungeons. Mm -hmm. All dungeons. All dungeons now reward personal loot. That's interesting. I don't know. That sucks. Well, yeah, does it though? Because... Yes, it sucks for an enchanter. Oh, 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 yes. You're right. Because now personal loot, yeah. for those of you who are not familiar with this, is you only get loot that applies to your class. Mm -hmm. So if a boss drops a cloth item and you're on a male character, even if you're soloing that dungeon, mm -hmm. you won't even see that cloth item. Yeah. But I used to take my enchant her in and she just disenchant anything now oh. i decide i decided to go in and check so even i took if you're i took her this morning through a couple of dungeons i took her through one that was a little higher level and one that was a little lower level i took her through uh one of the wings of dire mall mm -hmm. for one of the lower ones and then i i took her through um the um the brewery mm -hmm. in pantaria oh, yeah 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 and so, because I just wanted to compare, and yeah, it's, it works exactly the same way now, and it didn't used to work this way in Dire Mall. I was just in there a couple of days ago with my with my hunter, and she wasn't getting a lot of the, you know, the. Not only was she not getting any of the boss drops that she oh, could not. Oh man! Use herself. 
I saw a precipitous drop. Now, I I have only run about five or six dungeons since then because I wanted to test this out and I took my male character through. I would routinely get five to six BOE greens mm-hmm. yeah. that I could then, you know, some of which did not have at least five or six. Right. I would do the same thing I with AQ. I ran my hunter through four dungeons and got two. Wow. Oh, that's total. Not good. Now, two. If- total so if you're doing like because i used to do aq 20 aq 40 like once a week i I haven't done it lately but i used to do that for a lot of greens and blues and things like that um that's gone now from no because raids aren't affected oh right oh dungeon oh i see it's just dungeons um i also took um my enchanter into eye of eternity because i've gotten the blue drake several times but i've still got not not gotten the azure drake Mm mm-hmm um, raids are not affected. She got oh, okay. all of the she got all of the loot, including stuff that was uh, soul bound that she could not use. She was getting so the soul bound cloth and the soul bound plate and all that other stuff. So basically, what that means is if you are a um, if you are a disenchanter, forget going into dungeons mm-hmm. for for disenchants. You're just well, gonna have to go straight to the raids. Even just even just like for transmog. Well, that's the thing. That's yeah. for transmogs. I mean, I've gotten quite a few of the low-level green transmogs through BOEs that I've gotten through running dungeons. Yeah, and there are some there are some greens I know only drop in certain dungeons. Oh, this is right. going to be bad. All right, I have to research this a little bit more because why would they do that? I really don't Because know. it kept people... Okay, wait, thinking about well, this... Well, it, like... it does prevent... Um, the old, you know, the, the old person who would, you know, try to loot everything and then run. But uh, a lot of that's gotten fixed. But that's irrelevant. Well, wait, now that I think about it. Okay. It used to be irrelevant because you would go through stuff so fast in the first place that you would get a green and then 20 minutes later you would replace it. And right. it's not even an exaggeration. I mean, you would, you would go through gear like crazy when you're leveling up. If leveling not so is, much anymore. Right. Or, or that's <laughs> my point is that if, if leveling is slower now maybe that's why they do it but it, i i don't i'm trying to think about this because this this happened on tuesday and people were complaining about how slow things are people like how slow things are with classic coming out and Balf azeroth coming out i'm wondering if they're trying to go back to the old ways that's that's what i'm wondering it's like if they're trying to get people used to slow leveling like it used to be right but i'm not sure exactly how personal loot fits into that well what the way that it fits into that is that you don't have to fight the the death knight well i shouldn't say death knight for if you're lower than level 50 but if you're a druid (laughs) if you're a druid yeah if you're a druid you can't have that druid um steal you know snipe your staff if you're a mage Uh um so yeah, I can. I can but I can there's see no why way to it. turn it off. Is my only point. You're stuck with it. <sighs> Even yeah. when you're soloing the dungeon, there's no one to steal from. 
There should be a way to turn it off. Yeah, because they've done that there before. There should be a choice. Well, not even a choice, but if you're in there by yourself, and they've done this before in other dungeons and raids, if you're in there by your, well, maybe not so much dungeons, but raids, if you're in there by yourself, they change the mechanics a little bit. They've even said in the patch notes, if you're soloing this, it shouldn't be a problem anymore. Right. Um, so if you're running a dungeon by yourself, you should get everything. Um, now, again, I'm wondering if they did this because now not only does it force people to get the gear that they deserve for their class and, and not get it stolen by somebody else, are they trying to promote running, like for MOGs, are they trying to promote more more um, characters for uh, for an account? It's like, oh, you want the mail stuff? Well, you're just going to have to run it on a shaman or a hunter. If you want yeah, the plate that's stuff, pretty you're going to how it is right now. I'm, I'm wondering if this is if Blizzard's way of saying, well, you're not going to get this stuff on your mage anymore, and then just pass it on to your whatever you know, your plateware, your mailware uh, for the for some of the stuff. But it's hmm. also going to reduce the number of these greens that are getting sold on the auction house, which in turn, is going to raise the prices on some of these things. Yes, because they're going to become a lot more rare. Oh, I do not like this, Sam. I am. No, neither do I. This is bad for transmoggers. Yeah, it, it is, especially after they they make so much about transmog. They, they have these tabs for... Oh, why are they doing this? They've that, got it's... the trial of style. They're obviously encouraging people to run the old content to be able to get these transmogs and get lots of them. And they're rewarding people for doing it. Mm. So, yeah, this seems like, as I said, they're really just, there ought to be a way to turn off personal loot. Yeah. If they just do that, then that would work. Hmm. I like to hear what other people have to say about it, especially if you have the Mog Bug. If you have the Mog Bug. Now, here's the thing. A lot of my characters are well over 100 anyway mm-hmm. um, per per uh, gear type. Like, right. I have a level 17 warrior, but I have a 110 death knight, so I can still run this stuff. But the thing is, is that sometimes you have to run it several times if you're looking for a specific thing. On like, if, like, if there's a dungeon, oh, you want the male stuff, then you have to run it on a shaman. I don't want to. <laughs> I've got one of those. I've got there's a male um, breastplate that that drops off mutanus in Wailing Caverns, which means you've got to do the whole dungeon and then do that mutanus event at the end. Oh, that's right. And I've done it five times so far, and it has not dropped yet. Yeah, that's really annoying. But um, I mean, I, I I recognize that in order to get the most you know, male transmog, my male character is the one who has to run the dungeon or the raid. But what I was saying about the greens is just that it's a nice perk to be able to pick up things for the others as well mm. while I'm doing it. But as I said, I've seen a precipitous drop in the number that I have uh, of these kind of extras that mm. I I used to get, and I'm just not getting them anymore. I mean, maybe I just had, a, had four bad runs, but, you know, I... I don't think so. I don't know. Hmm. Okay. All right. Well, enough on that particular one. Um, let's see. Toys. A few toys that cause players, the caster, other than the caster, to take involuntary actions, such as the piccolo, a flaming fire, or the tickle totem, no longer function on targets outside the instigator's party or raid group. So no making what? the entire 
auction house dance. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that was so much fun. <laughs> Wait, what about that wand that we get where it makes people laugh uh, during a uh, Wintervale? Well, well, it says a few toys. Doesn't say all of them. No longer function on targets outside toy. the instigator's party group. I, I don't, I don't the understand. The wand of cheer is not a toy. It, you're right. You're right. But I, I, in my head, toy is just like something that you know you use once. Yeah. A while. you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, it's it's not categorized as a toy. But why? Probably some people complained about it. They didn't like their fourteen years dancing. After four, I really want to know what why. The, the it was fun. You used to go in, you would hit the thing, and then it would make people dance, and it was harmless. It was completely I- harmless. Oh, that's a shame. Um, and on the user interface, of course, we got our four backpack slots. Yes. And let me tell you, it couldn't have come at a better time because Naked and Afraid bags are at a premium. Yeah. So that was that was uh, very good to to have that. I mean, there were some other things with the with the with the official patch notes, but actually, what's more interesting and it's always more interesting to me are the undocumented patch notes hold on i still haven't gotten over this piccolo of flaming fire yet (laughs) i mean not that i did it often but that was part of see here's the thing there's there's a lot of stuff that's that sort of like came from vanilla Mm -hmm. right little silly goofy things that people would do to people like snowballs right i mean are snowballs not going to work now i mean that's an extreme example but my point is is that Piccolo of Flaming Fire was just like the the most fun thing that you can do. And now they just took it away? Why? I had someone throw a pumpkin on my auction mule's head this morning. I still I mean, have those, those in the work. bank. That still works. No, I okay. think it's large groups, like maybe like the party grenade kind of applies to that. Oh, let's see, well. Now, that's another one. See, now, now the party grenade is not listed in the patch notes, but is that going to be another one too? I don't oh, know. Oh. I don't think that's classified as a toy, though. It that's a that's a consumable party. Oh, that's that's right. a consumable. It is, it is a consumable. But what difference does it make? It still makes people do involuntary things. So what difference does it make if it's a toy or not? Yeah, but you only get one or two of those, and you can can't make yourself quite as. Frankly, you know what I I I don't think that the piccolo bothers me so much as someone setting up that stupid sunflower pet no. right next to me. <laughs> sunflower. Sunflower, sunflower. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's that's much more obnoxious. Okay, undocumented patch notes. Um, is there anything in the general section that you wanted to talk about? Because mostly that was just kind of. No, not really. Leveling. Okay. Cold weather flying. Mm-hmm. The flight master's license and the wisdom of the four winds have been removed. Mm-hmm. No All now necessary. you can fly just with regular expert flying. You can fly in Northrend. You can fly in the old Azeroth and the old uh, and in Pandaria without having to buy something. I will say two things about this. Number one, I just bought the damn Grimoire <laughs> of the Four Winds oh, no. on the black market auction house. It is now useless. I bought mm. it for my 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 paladin, not knowing that this change was going to come up. Mm. And number two. My paladin died. 
not knowing, <laughs> not remembering that you had to buy the Azeroth flying license. Oh, okay. What happened was, he bought flying. He's he was he's bound in the Vale, so he bought flying from the flight trainer in the Vale. Mm-hmm. He's got his flight license. Fine. So I went to, um, it, I had to go return something to Dark Moon Fair. So this was last week, and so I went to Thunder Bluff. I go to the I go out of the the pools and I go to the end of the thing. I call my flying mount. And run off the edge and thinking I could fly and <laughs> nope. plummeted to my death, did not hit Divine Shield quite in time and and went splat. <laughs> so I'm very happy <laughs> about this change that flying is flying is flying. So up until you get to Draenor, it's expert flying covers everything. Mm-hmm. Very happy with this change. Except for the fact that I have no, I can't do anything with this Grimoire of the Four Winds. Mm. Um, primary and secondary stats and heirlooms have been decreased, but the XP increase remains unchanged. This is interesting because uh, this is something that people were saying on Tuesday is that they nerfed the stats on heirlooms, but they buffed the mobs. Mm-hmm. So I have yet to see how this is going to be in practice uh, because I have a couple tunes that I got to level up. So, okay. Well, what I did is I looked at, I got onto my my paladin who's 63 mm-hmm. and I looked at the stats on his armor and I looked at some, some green items that were on the auction house. It used to be if you looked at something that was about his level, like it was, a, it was for someone who was level 63, mm-hmm. the heirlooms would be much, much better. Now they're about the same. So what it looks like they've done is they've retuned the heirlooms. So they're on a par with other armor and weapons of that would be appropriate for that person's level that they would be getting in the zones. Okay. Okay. That. And what's interesting is it's it's the when they changed it so you could wear heirlooms in 110 to in the in the 100 to 110 range. That's how they operated. Mm-hmm. They were not better than what you were. In fact, there was a lot of times you get a drop and the drop was better than the heirlooms. So you don't wear them because they're better. You wear them because they're uh, they have the XP bonus. Yeah. yeah. But actually, I've been having so much fun not wearing them <laughs> through the Naked and Afraid challenge. That's true. That I'm glad I'm not. Yeah. It's it's been a great deal of fun. But again, I'll talk more about that. And you talked about the zones having chapters. That was actually not a documented change, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. Um. And the, and the health pool of mobs has increased. The experience required for levels 10 to 60 has been increased with a peak of 60% increase between levels 20 and 40. Okay. It needs You need more experience to, to go through those levels. Right. And there's a lot of reasons why I think this is a great change. All right, why? But it all depends on your outlook. I'll be talking about that in the <laughs> section about leveling. I don't want to get ahead of myself. Okay. Um... Command boards now have storyline options, and you can get lore master achievements by completing those storylines. But the the command boards are an extension of the hero boards. Yeah. Uh, I've encountered my first one in Goldshire in the Inn, where you it's basically like those big hero command boards they've got in the main cities, but now they're posted in inns mm-hmm. also, mm-hmm. so you can pick up the the breadcrumb quests there as well. Um. 
So pets, there's a new achievement from Pet Battles Family Brawler, which gives you a new tabard. Mm -hmm. The new quest chain of Dalaran for the Postmaster. Have you tried this yet? No, I read about it. I posted a link in our Discord about it, but no, I have not yet. I was going to do all this stuff. Well, Tuesday was more like, let's see what's new. Mm -hmm. Last night was supposed to be, let me log in and, and just do a whole bunch of things, including the mail run. I, I didn't log in for more than five seconds on Wednesday. So, no, it would probably be tonight that I do it. Well, the thing that, you know, the reason that you that people will want to do this is not for the Postmaster title. I mean, I don't really mm -hmm. care about the Postmaster title. But it does give you access to something that allows you to summon a mailbox every 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. And wouldn't that be wonderful? Oh, it would be. Uh, on a lot of levels because it's one thing well it was better years ago before we had like 30 slot bags right uh -huh. um today mm, it you know what it helps me it helps me a lot when well like I, I i do the old war runs and when you get to the conservatory that's when you can mount up and well you can mount up earlier also but you know when you're doing a whole bunch of mobs and you gather a bunch of stuff there comes a point with me because I have so much crap in my bags, which I really need to go through, but I fill my bags up and, it would, and I can sell some of the stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, now for some people it would be nice to be able to just mail it to an alt or something right then and there. So yeah, it, it, it's good. I like it. I think it's worth it. Well, apparently the first thing you have to do is you have to pick up this lost mail. Mm -hmm. Now I've seen a lot of people trying to sell lost mail. So yeah. apparently it's not it's not bind on pickup. No, it's not. It was eight hundred thousand yesterday morning on my server, and wow. today no no not today last night it was down to three hundred twenty five thousand. Yeah, I it's one of those things where you know there's going to be impatient people yeah. who are just going to do. I'm I'm not in any rush. There's there's going to there's going to be a time not too far from now where you can't give that stuff away. Mm -hmm to be honest. So I'm not particularly worried about that. Um, there were some things we, we talked about. I think we'd mentioned about that the, the Vicious War Fox PvP mount mm -hmm. um, was coming up. Quests. Argus Weekly Invasion Onslaught and Fuel of a Doomed World now reward 1,000 reputation with both Argusian Reach and Army of Light factions. Which is good because um, there are some of the new uh, the, those allied races that you're going to need to be yeah. exalted. I need and to I'm, work on these. I'm close. I'm, my druid is close to exalted with both of these. Okay. So I need it for can... the mounts. Mm -hmm. um, and invasion point bosses can drop army of light insignia and, Ar and Argusian reach insignia now. So mm -hmm. that's another way you can get more faction. Um, elite and professional world quests and Argus now uh, reward reputation with both factions. Okay, that's good. So they're giving some more opportunities for people to get kind of caught up on that. Um, many low-level items have been added to the game along with world scaling. I've noticed this. Um, the big one was that some of the new weapon models are really cool looking. I heard somebody said that, yeah, but I haven't Very seen them myself. Very elegant. Okay. Um, not not like you know the burning you know when you get up to Burning Crusade and everything is like oversized and almost cartoonish. Yeah, that's not the way this is. Like I got this, as I said, I got this gorgeous halberd as part of the end quest for for Westfall, and it's, it's as he said, it's absolutely beautiful. I'm I'm really happy I've got this transmog now. 
Um, so I've been very impressed with that. Um, and then toys, thank you. Orb of Deception now turned Pandaren into different allied races. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard used that. Used to be the, the Orb of Deception did not work on panda, pandas. Mm-hmm. Um, and I tried it on, I have three panda characters. And so I tried it on three of them. And my Alliance one turned into, it seems to be random, I discovered, because my Alliance one turned into a gnome, which was really funny. Um, but my, um, my horde ones, once it turned into an undead and the other one, uh, turned into a torrent. Yeah. So it seems to be random on, on that side. So, all right. Anything else on the undocumented changes? No, it's, it's funny. I'm, I'm, I'm taking a quick look at the forums about, there's a, there's a thread called RIP Piccolo, the flaming fire. And people are like, it was obnoxious. I didn't like it. I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. And yeah, some just... people said RIP fun. The fun police. Somebody says has been deleted by the fun police. Oh. <laughs> All right. And so there are, and, and even one down from this, there are some known issues. Yeah. Um, temporarily, they say the mobile web auction house has been disabled. Oh, it has? Okay. Yeah. And this this is funny because I was having a discussion with the Cow King on our Discord servers about auction use of auction mules in Naked and Afraid. And he said, why not just use the Armory app? And I said, well, for me, it's always been buggy. Hmm. And someone else piped up and said, yeah, I like to do auctioneer scans. And I don't want to have my main character to be stuck there doing auctioneer scans. He's like, well, I'll just use the Armory. <laughs> no, no. So now he's like, damn, I got to make an auction mule. <sighs> Um, they, um, they did a little prob. they had a little problem where they reversed, uh, hit point levels on yeah. bosses for, <laughs> between heroic and, and normal. So people were going into these dungeons and legion and all of a sudden thinking they were going in a normal and then got <laughs> heroic. This heroic is hard. Bosses. This is hard. Why is it so hard? Yeah, so people, there was a lot of screaming about this. Mm-hmm. And it took people a while to figure out. They thought the dungeons had been retuned. Well, yeah, I mean, that would make sense. Because... But apparently they, they, they got a little database mix-up going. <laughs> yeah, but this has been in beta for how long? They didn't notice? Uh, I don't know. This might have been something that didn't show up until it was in production. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that can happen. All right. Raid boss difficulty. Difficulty tuned turned up for Warlord slash Pandaria raids to put in line with leveling characters, but now you have here over-tuned them. Is this an opinion, or did Blizzard say that they did? Blizzard said they did. Okay. They went too far. What they said was a lot of people were trying to go in and do these uh, Warlords and Pandaria raids and discovered that the bosses were suddenly unsoloable. Yeah. Um, I read something about that on Tuesday night, um, people were saying mm-hmm. that they ran in. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. Um, for those of you that listened to the show when Eric was on, um, wow, this just in, you know, his wife uh, was talking to me last night and said that Eric tried to do Moshigan Palace and couldn't do it. He was with a group of five people. The healer quit, then the tank quit, then they got a new healer and a new tank, and they quit. It's like they just could not do the last boss. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and what they said was is they, they turned them up to because they wanted to make it more of a challenge to players who were doing them at level Mm -hmm. and i'm thinking is that how 
dungeons and raids are mo- mostly used these days? Is they mostly for people doing them at level? But no, <laughs> no, it's not. No, but Blizzard basically admitted that they went too far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so they are. They haven't said when they're going to do this, but they're going to turn the dial back. They said by the end of the week. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, one of the other issues is uh, pet names are disappearing. Hmm, so if you that. have, um, if you've put names on your pat- battle pets to make them easier to find, mm-hmm. a lot of people. Now I did notice that there was an earlier bug that I didn't mention where all the names showed in lowercase. Oh, okay. So they're having some problems with the names. Uh, many people who just got authenticators. Uh, to take advantage of the four backpack slots. So, you know, getting your account not stolen wasn't good enough. <laughs> they're easy. There's no excuse. Anyway, yeah. um, they said they're supposed to show up within 30 minutes, and for some people they haven't been. Okay. And they have cited that there's weight was much more interest in this than they thought, and that so they're a little behind on things. Hmm. Um. You had written this about Yeah, that. so this was uh, being talked about a lot in trade chat on my server on Tuesday night. The last wing of Argus LFR was bugged. If you wipe on any of the bosses, now some originally some people said it was one boss, but then other people were saying, no, it happened on this boss, happened on this boss. If you wipe on, at any point in uh, Argus LFR last wing, you're out. You can't get back in. Wow. So I don't. I haven't checked if this has been fixed. I've been looking on the forums. I didn't see anything about it. So I don't know if this has been fixed yet. So people are saying, well, don't do LFR uh, last week until this is fixed. So mm. Well, this is one that. I just noticed as I was getting ready to, to leave the game and sign on to do the podcast. Mm-hmm. There's a quest in Red Ridge called Saving Foreman Oslo where you have to to get a control orb on an Etten to get him to lift this giant rock that's fallen onto. Well, the giant rock isn't there. Oh, you have a whole <laughs> bunch of, you have Oslo lying on the ground, like a beached fish and all these guys standing around him, struggling to lift this invisible rock. <laughs> but because there's no rock. Yeah. The Etten can't do anything. So, but fortunately it seems to be a side quest. So you can, you can just abandon it, and it doesn't affect your progress. Okay. But um, the that's enough. So there are bugged quests around, and this happens with every patch. Mm-hmm. So anyway, they're, so they're working on these things. All so right. all right, this is where I'm going to be doing a lot of the talking here. Professions. And well, I, I'm getting ahead of myself. Professions, the 7.3.5 leveling experience. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what have you been hearing? Okay, it depends on who you talk to. I mean, it's slower. There, there's no doubt about it that it's slower. Oh no! Um, our current leader, as far as level achieved, is Max. Mm-hmm. He's level 30. It's taken him nine hours. Wow. In nine hours, how long did it take people to do um, the Shaman Challenge? Um, it- shaman Challenge, there were people who finished the whole thing in just over 
49 hours. Okay, maybe? I'm gonna log into my shaman real quick because I think I was somewhere around there and I was like level 57. Mm-hmm. So it's taking roughly. Well, I'm guessing. I'm gonna log in real quick, but it's taking a while. Well, I'm level 19 and I'm over six hours. Okay. So, and that's about how long it took me to get to like level 50 or so. Yeah, I'm checking. I, I vaguely remember that number. It's taking a while for this thing to log. Okay, slash played. I am at zero days, 12 hours, 32 minutes, and I'm level 53. Right. So. Yeah, so it is taking somewhat less time, somewhat more time. Yeah. Yeah, so what people are saying is that they like that they're able to sort of take their time uh-huh. and, and do what it is that they got to do, sort of like what Vanilla was. Uh, one of the complaints over time is that things happen too fast in the uh-huh. game. But then the counter argument to that was, well, of course, because you're not leveling to 60 or 70 anymore, you're leveling to 110. And so uh-huh. the the point was... I, I, after a certain amount of time, people know the story. Uh-huh. And I sort of said this last night. I was like, do, do people really care about the Defias Brotherhood anymore? I mean, it, and, and I'm being a bit facetious about that. But the point is, is that we've been all playing this game for a very long time. And so is is the the journey really that important to people anymore? I'm, I'm being very gray about this. I'm, I'm on the fence. I'm not... I'm not pushing one agenda or the other. I'm just saying, after 14 years, do you really want to do all this stuff all over again? Is is it that? I mean, it, I, if you want to, great. But if you don't want to, I guess you could pay the 60 bucks and then you can do the boost. Um, me, I don't know if I want to do Stranglethorn Vale again. You don't have you know, to do Stranglethorn Vale. Well, no, 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 you can but, pick another zone. No, I know. You can pick another zone. Um, my, my, what I'm saying is I have gotten... I couldn't even tell you how many tunes to max level over a certain number of expansions. If I do another tune, that's that's usually why I don't do another tune, mm-hmm. is because I've done all this already. It's like, oh, I got to go through this again. Um, well, well, here's here's number one. Not everyone's been playing for fourteen years. No, that's true. There's a lot. You know, we have. I've talked to a lot of people in chat in. As I've been leveling up over, I've been really partic- A lot of people are really talking in 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 general as they're leveling up. Mm-hmm. Um, there are people who started later, who their leveling experience, even without heirlooms back then, was so fast they never felt like they got to finish anything, and then they're pushed to go on. Um, so they didn't see the entire stories. There's people who haven't leveled up in a long time. Mm. And therefore, you know, they haven't seen some of the revamps of well, some of these zones. And there's people like me who, yeah, I mean, I've seen the story before, but this time I'm really trying to pay attention. And I'm not just going, okay, that's fine. Say whatever you want. Just tell me what to do next. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of a mindset that hurry up and go, 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 go mindset was kind of fostered by the system yes. where you'd only get a third of a way through a, a, a zone before you're pushed mm-hmm. to go on to the next place because you've, you've leveled out. Right. But there are two reasons why that push mentality happened. One is because 
Blizzard, and, and I understand this, like they spent all this time and money and resources to make this new expansion, whatever the expansion was, Wrath, Cata, Panda, you know, whatever. They want people to see it. They don't want people <laughs> getting frustrated along the way. So I get that. The other reason why is because maybe you're in a raid group. We need a priest. We need a healer. Hurry up and level up. Or, or maybe the person just wants to and they, and they don't want to go through it again. So they're... There are points and counterpoints to both. I see both. I'm not picking one or the other. I'm just saying I get it. Oh, I get it too. Yeah. But it's because you are divided between two choices. Mm -hmm. The journey or the destination. Right. And I would say to anybody who was destination oriented, save yourself frustration. Go to Blizzard. Pay your 60 bucks. Get your boost. Mm -hmm. Um, You'll be much happier. Um, there are ways to, I mean, there's always ways to speed things up. Dungeons really are the bet, you know, as far as the amount of experience you get, that's, that's faster. But the thing I keep hearing over and over again, as I'm talking to people, as I've been leveling up these past couple of days is how much fun it is to not feel rushed Mm -hmm. and feeling like they can absorb themselves in the story. And like one of the things that I, that I said that got the most, oh yeah, that was great. It was fun to feel afraid of Hogger again. Um, just to but, have those, but are those experiences. But are we really? <laughs> Actually, I was. I was. Yeah. I was. I mean, here I am with no heirlooms. I, I literally am still carrying a white staff because that's the best I can find. Mm-hmm. I barely managed to kill him. Um, that was, that was a pretty, it was a much bigger encounter than it would have been back in the, you know, the retuned heirloom days where I could just go up, punch him in the face and we're done. So I've really enjoyed being able to, to slow down. I, there's some things with the mentality I'm having to get over. Like, you know, as I'm in Westfall, I was, oh, I can't do, I can't do that yet. I can't, I can't go down and do the, the lighthouse yet because all those murlocs are too high. Oh no, they're not too high level for me. They're, Mm -hmm. they're tuned to me. Um, that's not to say that things are perfect. Um, professions in particular Mm -hmm. are kind of out of whack with, um, with the, with the scaling and such, but for the most part, I mean, yes, you have the people who, think that this is a bad change because if they decide they want to have, you know, their, their, their guild needs a new healer, it's going to be that much harder to, to progress. Mm -hmm. But overwhelmingly, I've been hearing people in zone saying how much fun they're having. I can understand that. I I really can. Um, I, I just, I, 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 I don't know with this new tune that I got on uh, on the other server. I'll have to see for myself because you're right. It's like the mentality has always been, "I've done this, just let me get through it." Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's interesting because I'll play like Final Fantasy 14, and I have a completely different mindset in that game. Mm-hmm. Maybe because it's at the time it was new to me. 
Uh-huh. And so I wanted to take the time and read and do and, and, and all that. Whereas with WoW, it's like, oh, this is like the 75th time I've run through this content. Like, Do I really need to pay attention again? Because I did it 14 years ago. But you're right. There, not everybody did it 14 years ago. Right. So, and in fact, I, I ran into a, uh, well, it was a female character, so I'm going to call her a girl. Uh, I ran into a girl in Redridge, mm-hmm. and she, we, everyone was talking about it, and she, I said, oh, I'm doing this without heirlooms this time. It's it's so much fun. I'm doing this challenge. And she says, I'm doing it with no heirlooms and no mounts. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know if I'm that hardcore. Yeah. But- <laughs> I don't know if I would do it without a mount. I remember no, I, running through Ashenvale so without either, a mount. But- I don't know about this. But um, the the point is, is that people are really getting into the spirit of it, mm-hmm. and that and not just our our naked and afraid people. However, as I said, there is a little alignment problem between the zone scaling for the purposes of fighting and and leveling mm-hmm. and professions, because I did quite a bit of looking into this because I had the question of, okay, so everything's scaling. Does that mean that I as a 110 can't go back into the, the lower zones and, you know, farm mage weave because I'm level, everything will be level 60 to me. So won't everything drop rune cloth? Oh, I don't know. I'm... I know. I know the answer to this. Okay. I've investigated. So, um, the old gathers are still tied to the old zones. Right, that makes sense because you're not going to get rune cloth out of Westfall. Right. Um, if you it, so basically, what you have to do is you still have to use the old zone levels mm-hmm. to see what is going to drop where. What I did is I test first tested this with leather. I took my um, my ma- my alliance mage who is a skinner. And I went into Goldshire, mm-hmm. and I went into Alwyn Forest, and I killed a few things. And of course, everything to her, well, it appears to be level 19 to 20 there, because it's a 1 to 20 zone. Right. And predictably, they, they, I got ruined scraps and light leather off them. So then I went into Duskwood. Duskwood is 20 to 60, and everything was showing is 59 to 60 for her. I'm skinning there, and I'm getting light leather and medium leather, which is what you would have expected to find back in the day. Mm -hmm. And then I popped over to Swamp of Sorrows, which I said, this should give me thick leather, because that was about, you know, level 50 zone, and voila, it gave me thick leather. So, and then I went and I I killed some humanoids in some various places and discovered it works for cloth drops as well. And you find thorium in, in Ungaro Crater, and you find copper in the Barrens, and that yeah. sort of thing. So this is kind of a good news, bad news sort of thing. The good news is, the pro is, you can still do predictable lower-level farming. Mm-hmm. So if you need to go back and check something. Another pro is, is because you're staying in zones longer your professions are going to stay, it's going to, the professions aren't going to lag. If you're moving through these zones very quickly, you'll often find that your mining is behind or your skinning is behind or your your tailoring is behind because you're no longer getting the drops that you need to do the lower level. So you 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 have time for your professions to catch up. However, the con is that 
it sort of goes against the sort of freedom of choice experiment experience. Mm -hmm. They make a big deal about, you know, when you're level 20, you can, there's all these different places. You can stay in, in Westfall. You can go to Red Ridge. You can, you can go to Duskwood. I'm using Alliance zones here because that's kind of why I've got Alliance on the brain right now because I'm running a human monk in Naked and Afraid. But the problem is, is that, for example, one of the things that I did with my, with my paladin, who is 63, I decided I'm going to skip all of the, uh, all of the Burning Out, Crusade like zones outline. and go directly to right. Northrend. So you're essentially skipping an entire cluster of, of profession items that you need to make in order to get to the Northrend stuff. Bingo. Yeah. Um, so, for example, he goes into, into you know, he's, he is an enchanter mm-hmm. and a, an herbalist. Mm-hmm. So he's getting the herbs in um, Northrend, and the cloth drops he's getting are Frostweave. If he needed Netherweave, mm-hmm. he's got two options. Go back and level up in Burning Crusade, which he decided he didn't want to because he wanted to, to level up in these other zones, but because of the way that they've done scaling, that's the freedom of choice. But because of his professions, he may be pigeonholed into doing things that he doesn't necessarily want to do. Now, you can also say buy the materials on the auction house. Yeah. But, you know, if you're doing the naked and afraid thing, you might not be able to afford to. Well, not only that, but if people aren't doing the Outland material, then right, the, the mats are going to go The prices are going to go up. Mm-hmm. So... I mean, let's talk about infinite dust. I mean, the price of infinite dust is always, at least on the on my server, mm-hmm. has always been tough to get. Or the, I should say the price is high. It's because it's been tough to get. So, yeah. Right. So there is a little bit of a disconnect between, as I said, I think there's some good things about it with professions, but there's definitely some exposures there too. I mean, one of the things that I made the decision to do when I moved my my uh, paladin to Northrend is he's going to forget cooking mm-hmm. until um, he gets to Draenor because otherwise, I mean, all of those, you know, level 300 recipes and stuff, a lot of those you get through quests mm-hmm. in Burning Crusade. So if he just forgets about cooking until Draenor, he's fine. So, But my point is, is that there's all these trade-offs that you're going to have to make because professions are still tied to the old system. So do you think they should have done this or no? In the long oh. I mean, was it such a big deal that they felt they needed to do this? Oh, I think that the leveling thing is great. I, okay. I I think that, but they're really going to have to figure out how best to integrate this. I think it was Phileas on our in our uh, Discord group who said that one thing they might want to consider is, you know, instead of having you know the X herb, whatever it is, yeah. you know, peace bloom, or they should have like you know a felt like they have the fell herb or the fro or the frozen herb or something like that, and you pick it and it's something different which may be tied to your level, but that also is a problem. I, I don't know how to reconcile this because to do it that way where you're, you're picking things that are for your level is fine, except that it totally borks um, low-level farming. If your 110 wants to make some um, some tailored items for transmogs, mm-hmm. 
how do they then go back and get those lower level yeah. mats? Yeah. Now, one of the things that might work would be a sort of a flattening of the old world stuff. Um, instead of having, you know, five, six different uh, cloths, have three different cloths. But then you'd have to revamp all the recipes. So I don't know if there's any easy solution. Well, they did this. anyway because they gave us all those new enchanting mats. Well, they did an enchanting squish, but I don't think they they went far enough on the enchanting squish because the number of enchanting materials you need for 1 to 60 is positively mind-boggling. Well, yeah. That's the worst one by far is is enchanting. But, you know, on the one hand, I was thinking of it that way that maybe, you know, there should only be, you know, three tiers, like 1 to 20, 20 to 40, 40 to 60. But then I was thinking, you know, just like, you know, when a new expansion comes out, like Burning Crusade or Wrath of the Lich King, um, they have just a small subset of that. But then I was thinking, you know, that's only 10 levels. Mm -hmm. And so with actually having five or six for the 1 to 60 stuff is actually pretty much in line with the expansions. It's just that it's a bigger chunk. Yeah. Or it feels like a bigger chunk. Yeah, I wonder if this is brought up during the beta phase. Somebody must have said that. Somebody must have said, well, what's going on with tailoring? Yeah, and I just, my fear is that this will be confusing. to it, it isn't quite so confusing to us because, you know, we've been playing this game for so long that if I say, okay, where, where do I go to get um, Silk? Oh, I know um, where to go. I uh, you go. I would go to Zulfarak. I would uh, silk. I would go to Scarlet Monastery. Oh, okay. Uh, Either one. Yeah. Yeah. Mage weave. Um, Mage, Mage weave would drop out of there too. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Sometimes Scarlet and Monastery sometimes too. you get wool drops, mm -hmm. but in the in the lower one. But the point is, is that we have a, a sense of where to go. Like mm -hmm. I knew, for example, when I went into Duskwood. Oh, I'm going to get light leather and medium leather. Oh, when I go to us. Uh, Swamp of Sorrows, I'm going to get thick leather. When I go to Fellwood, I'm going to get rugged leather. Mm -hmm. We have a sense of this, and there's actually plenty of, of um, lists online where you can get that. But the point is, is that they're using two completely different systems now. Yeah. One system for deciding where you go based on flexibility of leveling, but the professions thing is just as inflexible as ever. Hmm. Hmm. And that's why I said, like, was it worth doing this without that fix for professions? Because now people are going to wind up having, to, if, if professions are important to people, they're going to uh -huh. wind up having to go through Outlands even if they don't want to. Or buying the mats on or the auction house. Or buying the mats house. on the auction house. But yeah, you're right. That's if they want to do that. If, if, they, if they feel that the price that they're paying is worth you know, the, the time... Yeah, it's so. it's just it's problematic. And I expect that in the next several months we will see some changes to address some of these problems. And it'll be interesting to see how Blizzard decides to adapt the system. No matter what they do, there's people are gonna complain. Mm -hmm. Um I just as I said, I think for the most part the leveling change has been good for professions because, as I said, it tends to keep people in the same place longer. You won't have so much problem with profession lag. But you still, as I said, you're still kind of tied to the old system as far yeah. as... Now, you know, is it doesn't affect the gathering profession so much. 
but it does really affect manufacturing well, progressions. Well, doesn't it? Because if you go, if you're in Red Ridge, you would get like tin. You would get copper, mm-hmm. you would get tin. Um, if you jump over, well, let me see. That's up to, Red Ridge is up to what level though? 60. That is up to level 60. So if you jump from there to Searing Gorge, you're going to Well, that it. opens at 40. That oh that opens at forty, but if you if you're forty, uh, what I have found is that it seems to be at least with I tried this with herbalism where my my per, paladin was far too low mm-hmm. in his herbalism, he was able to uh, pick gold clover just fine. Okay, because I'm thinking if you go from you're going to go from from copper to tin that should be easy because that's mm-hmm. starting zone stuff. But if you go from tin to iron. And then what's or tin to mithril or tin, tin to, to thorium. Tin, well, that that's my, that was my point is that you can't skip iron. You have to you have to use it. So you know you're. Well, gonna... I think you can actually. Can you? Skip iron? I will. I will test this one out. Of course and you I will. I will post about it on on Discord. But when I tried this on my paladin, who was barely able to get fellweed. Mm-hmm. And he went to Northrend and was able to successfully pick gold clover without it being gold clover petals. He picked whole gold clover. Clo- gold clover. Blah, really? that's, a, that's kind of a tongue twister. He was able I... to pick it just fine, and he got a point of skill. The last time I tried doing that, I, I was getting petals. I didn't. Uh... I just I got whole gold clover. So right. they may I'm have changed to... that. It may have changed it, yeah. All right, we're going to have to test that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I... I may have to figure out how to get my one of my lower level, and I'll probably have to do this off my Naked and Afraid server. I, I'm trying to think who I have. I might be able to take, I have a 54 Rogue, hmm. who I think does, she's a minor, and I might be able to like take her into Mists of Pandaria somewhere. And figure out if she can do that. So I will test this. Okay. But I believe that I mean, if you're in a if you're if you're able to be in a zone and get quests, you can you can harvest whatever's there. Okay. So it's is it does bring up a bunch of interesting points though about uh, as you said this kind of clunky system that they've got going where the professions are still kind of on the old system. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. interesting that they went through all the trouble of squishing and chanting, but not leatherworking or even mining or tailoring. Yeah, yeah. it's so. Anyway, um, we have the naked, the naked and afraid challenge. Two thousand eighteen is underway. <laughs> all right, you're level nineteen. I'm level nineteen, and I am, as I said, I'm not the highest. I've got several people ahead of me, but I'm the richest. Oh, you're the richest. Okay, how did that happen? Um, selling um mostly copper. I went with skinning instead of doing a double um instead of doing the, the traditional double gather of of mining and herbalism, which is good because you get experience for that. At lower levels it works out to be about 1.7% of your total XP. Mhm. Um, so it's, it's good experience, but I decided that I was going to go with skinning because there are sometimes, especially since there's so many lower level people around right now, you can go through an area and there isn't much of anything, but there's always stuff to skin. Yeah. Skinning is a nice steady source of income. 
Um, and I also participated in a little bit of arbitrage. Um, playing the auction house is okay for Naked and Afraid. That's mm -hmm. not Gibbs. That's taking advantage of opportunities. There's some guy on Silver Moon who was posting numerous, numerous, numerous heavy brown bags for one silver each. One what silver. is curious about this is that these heavy brown bags are vendor bought. You do, they're not drops. And you buy them for, I think it's two gold each. And he, sell and he was selling them for one silver. Somebody on my server was doing that with Netherweave bags on Tuesday. Um, there's been some speculation on the Discord server that it's a broken auction mod. Some people have been... Um, I haven't had any problems with Auctionator, mm -hmm. but several people have cited problems with Auctioneer. And that this guy may be reselling these things, thinking he's putting them up for 10 gold, but he's actually putting them up for one silver. Oh. They vendor for 50 silver. <laughs> okay. Oops. So I bought all the bags he had, oh. and I vendored them. <laughs> so I made... Probably in two passes, I've made I made twenty five gold just off that. Wow! Um, I mean, I kept some of the bags for myself. I actually was nice the first time, and I told some of the people who were on that they had these one silver bags, and a couple people got them, and a couple people didn't get there in time. Now I didn't buy them that time, but the, the second, the next pass where he posted, uh, I mean, he posted buttloads of these bags, and I bought every single one and vendored them. I have no shame. And then someone else had put up a bunch of, of um, linen, which generally goes on this server for about a gold each. Mm -hmm. They put them up for 10 silver. Whoop. I bought them all and I resold them. Um, I'm up to almost 1,200 gold. What? <laughs> oh, my God. On Naked and Afraid, you're at 1,200 gold. Yes. And I'm up buying almost nothing, by the way. I uh, I bought some bags. That's it. I'm going to buy my writing skill in two bubbles. But I am not buying transmogs. I am saving. I'm going to see how much money I can. This is my thing. I'm going to see how much money I can accumulate. Uh -huh. I'm going to be the miser of Naked and Afraid. I'm going to buy only the things I have to. See, the thing is, that would be something where I would say, okay, I'm going to try and make money also. But you got lucky. I did get lucky. You did get lucky. I got lucky with a few things, but a lot of the other things like just selling, di discovering, for example, here's a tip, guys, for Silver Moons. Uh, copper ore sells for a lot more than copper bars. Mm -hmm. Don't process them. Always check when you've got metals whether they sell more as bars or more as ore. And a lot of the times the ore goes for higher because mm -hmm. people can buy that and use it to, to skill up their smelting. Um, so... Yeah, I'm the richest. I am the richest by far at this point. Wow. That's 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 been my superpower. You're, but as I said, you're going to wind up spend... being you're going to be like like the godfather of that server. <laughs> <laughs> my, I, I I will be the new Gallowix. <laughs> um, but um, we have three official servers. You don't have to join these servers. Mm -hmm. Um, but we have set up so there's uh, Silver Moon is the U.S. Uh, for U.S. servers on Alliance side. Mm -hmm. uh, 
EU server is Terran Mill Horde side, and Oceanic is uh, Frostmourne on Alliance. Okay. You don't have to join these, but if you do, do slash join Warcast, which will put you in our channel, and so we can all talk to each other as we are leveling up. It's been a great lot of fun. There have been some minor rule clarifications. Like people ask me, you know, things have come up like, what happens if you run across a Blingtron? The answer is click that sucker. Yeah. Because everyone can, you know, that's one of those things that you encounter in the world. Everyone has a chance to do that. You can't ask someone to drop one. But if you run into one, you can click it. Mm -hmm. That's an example of it. Um, There has been one major change, however. And I got thinking about this and I ran this by the people on Discord and everyone thought this was a good change. This kind of came up when we were doing the Shaman Challenge. And the Shaman Challenge question was, you know, the shaman challenge was different because the purpose was to run an elemental shaman. But a lot of people discovered they didn't like that spec. Mm-hmm. And so there were a lot of there was a lot of attrition because people didn't go through with it because they just couldn't deal with the spec and they didn't want to do it. Different stuff yeah. for different folks. People So, the new rule is, you know, the rule was you 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 pick a spec, you stick with the spec all the way to 110. The new rule is you get a mulligan. You get to change your spec once, mm-hmm. only once. But if you, and I encourage you, if you're having problems with your spec, make sure that you're going through at least another 10 levels before you decide. Because well, every spec has its rough spots. It, they do, but I'm thinking like as a mage, it's usually good to level frost, but then sometimes there's a point where you want to switch to fire in a, in a group or something. You can't switch for groups. You can't even switch temporarily. There's no switching temporarily. We we ran into this one with the with the shaman challenge because people said, well, what if I get into a group and they need a healer? And this is where I've got to give gold stars to Katarina because she had this happen and she explained, no, I have to stay elemental because I'm in this challenge and stuff like that. And the group understood. So she gets the gold star for sticking with the challenge. Mm -hmm. The challenge is to stay in one spec. But I am recognizing that what you think is cool at 10, once you get up to 60, may not be working for you anymore. So you have the option to... Declare one spec change, but you have to stick with that through mm-hmm. the end, and there's no going back. Hmm. Okay. So, yeah, it is a re- you know there was some debate on this one that people said, well, you know, it was part of the challenge. I said, well, you know, it was part of the shaman challenge. Yeah. I don't want to I don't want to overly restrict people, but part of it is to really deeply learn this one class, and that's another thing that I think slowing down has ha- has helped. Slowing down the leveling. And a lot of people that commented on this is they're really learning how to play their classes. Well, that's what I said is that the leveling process has been practiced because you get to learn all the little nuances of of a class. Exactly. Um, yeah. So, and we have all, almost 30 official participants. And I say official participants because I know of several people who are sort of playing along, but they're not recording their stuff uh one of them is my husband mm-hmm. who is playing a a worgen druid and he's kind of playing along with the challenges but he's not sticking 100 percent to the rules but he, he likes the idea of it and he's not he's not signed up or anything like that but it, it has captured people's imaginations cool. 
And we have one big shout out. Yeah, Myth Gaming MN, who was streaming the Shaman Challenge, uh, the, the Shaman Challenge, the Naked and Afraid Challenge the other day. I I popped in there. I only this was when things were really busy, so I popped in there for a little bit, and um, he was in Teldrassil, I believe, mm-hmm. in the cave killing spiders. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so. Maybe we'll get some more people interested who will uh, come on the podcast and find out what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. All right. We have mods of the cast. What is yours? Mine is Pawn. And I have to thank, um, oh, geez, was it Phileas or Joe? Who told me? I think it was Joe who told me about, about Pawn. It was Joe. Uh, I'm going to stick with it with Joe. Um, I'm sorry. I'm my brain is starting to go fuzzy after all of this uh, talking about the game. But um, what Pawn does is it's sort of an extension of, of a mod I used, which gives you the, uh, the preferred stats for your class based on uh, Icy Veins or Noxix or one of those. Mm-hmm. But it does one step more than that. When you get an item, it will tell you with a little icon on it whether it's an upgrade. And sometimes it's not always clear whether something is an upgrade or not because the stat it may you know the item level might be higher but the stats might not be as good. And so it will it'll kind of cut through and you can also really customize this for weighting certain things. So if you're really wanting to weight versatility or really wanting to weight crit, you can set the weights mm-hmm. so that it will favor the things that you want it to favor. So you can either go with predefined ones through, as I said, like icy veins or noxix or one of those, or you can set your own weights. Okay. The other thing that it does, which is very handy when you're naked, afraid, and poor, is <laughs> it will flag, you know, if you got two or three different quest rewards, it'll tell you with a little icon which will get you the most money if you sell it to a vendor. Cool. All right, mine is called All the Things, and it really tells you all the damn things. So when you walk what into What sort of things? Everything. Everything that you can possibly get in a zone mm. is listed. Pets, oh, mounts, cool. gear, everything. That's why it's called All the Things. I'm going to so, check that out. Yeah, I, I mean, th- there isn't anything it doesn't tell you that you can get. Like, there was... There was an add-on I still use. It's called Rarity, and it would say, oh, you can get this one thing. No, 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 no. No, this tells you every damn thing. Now, I expect that that will not be entirely accurate right now for some of the revamped zones. I don't don't know, because I I tried it in a few zones, and it actually worked. It told me about a whole bunch of stuff that I didn't even know about. Mm. So, yeah, I would say... All the things. Yep, if you're a... Like... Now I I haven't played it around with it enough to know if you can turn certain things on and off, mm-hmm. um, because it does tell you everything. So <laughs> you know there may be some things that you don't care about. Um, right, like if you're not a pet collector. Right, if you're not a pet collector, um, it's telling me about PVP mounts, which you know I have no interest in right now. But it did tell me about a whole bunch of stuff which I did know about. But it told me about a bunch of gear that I was able to get from one of the vendors in um, in Stormwind. So I I just ran through there and grabbed it and it sings to you when you when you pick up certain items so (laughs) it's it's really cool but yeah uh i'm gonna have to go through like each zone in the game and figure out if there's something that i'm missing well i'm gonna have to put that on because i'm sure 
that uh, my brewmaster monk, Renate, is going to want to get all the things that mm-hmm. are in the zone. All the damn things. Because I am running a completionist strategy with mm-hmm. her. Finish everything, even all the little side quests. Okay. So. Hmm. The other, well, the other thing I wanted to mention, though, was one of the, with my completionist strategy uh-huh. and no heirlooms, I was kind of curious about how my leveling would go in regard to what I was finishing when. And what I found is that with no heirlooms and with the slowed down uh, experience, I'm actually leaving zones at not too far longer than I would than than what the zones were designed for. For yeah. example, I left Elwyn Forest when I was about level eleven, and went into into um, Westfall. I was sixteen when I left Westfall mm-hmm. and went to, and I finished everything. And now I'm in Red Ridge, and I'm almost 20, and I'm only about halfway through that zone. I figure I'll be about 22 or 23 when I leave there. Okay. But it is interesting that I'm not, you know, one of the big complaints that I had about the old leveling with the heirlooms and everything was how fast I was out-leveling everything. And, of course, you can't now because everything goes to 60. Mm. But if you compare it to what the old level ranges were, I'm actually not that far off. So they've... Things have really slowed down a lot. Oh, cool. And I like that change, and I know and understand why some people don't. Okay. But to me, it really fits what I like to do. Nice. All right. I think that's going to do it. We're, like, well over <laughs> an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's, this is a long one. And next week, I'm sure we'll have a lot to say about the effects of some of these changes and you know, what things were fixed and, and what wasn't. <laughs> Maybe they should be. What what fixes that Blizzard fixes? Is, is putting to the to the uh, the problems that they're having with this huge mm-hmm. ex- a, a huge patch? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm expecting a lot of fixes, especially. I want to see if that last wing of LFR uh, in Argus is fixed. Maybe fixed uh-huh. by now, but I didn't see anything about it. Um, and it'll be interesting to see what people think about the leveling, especially with professions. Well, so. and also, you know, people are excited about it at level 19. Is the bitching going to start at level 50? You know, it'll be interesting to see how the zone chat goes. Mm-hmm. It's been a long time since I leveled at the right pace mm-hmm. in the 40s and 50s. Yeah. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. All right, Ryan, how does everybody get a hold of you? I am at... Uh, Twitter at forecast underscore Renata. I am on Facebook at Renata Kane with the Undead Chick. And of course, I hang out on our Discord server, which is discord.worldofwarcast.com. I'm Star Mike on Twitter, World of Warcast on Twitter, World of Warcast at gmail.com is our email address. That's going to do it for this week and maybe the next three. Be- no, I'm kidding. No, no, we'll be back <laughs> so next much week. Stuff. No, we'll be back next week. All right, I want to thank everybody for listening. We'll talk to you later. I was going to say for the Horde, but I'm playing Alliance right now, and I'm so confused. I don't even know who to root for in the Super Bowl. I just don't care. Me either. All right, bye.